AgBioscience is supported by Indiana Farm Bureau. This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome. Thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Fraser, CEO of Agronovus Indiana. This is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. Bioplastics, a type of plastics made from a variety of sources, including vegetables and starches, is a product category set to grow to more than 6 million tons globally by 2027. The growth could reduce demand for petroleum-based plastics and may create a new market for ag bioscience. Here to share how are Brian Southern and Katie Southern, co-founders of AgroRenew. Brian and Katie, it is good to see you both. Welcome to Ag Bioscience. Good morning, Mitch. Thanks for having us on. Yes, thank you. It is good to see you. This growing global market for bioplastics one that you both know well. Before we dig into it and the role of ag bioscience, we have to learn more about you, how you came to create Agro Renew. Brian, Katie, whoever wants to jump in, share more about your journey to creating Agro Renew. All right. Agro Renew's origin story begins where all good ideas start, actually at the kitchen table. One day, Brian came home from Vincent's and we were just discussing our day, having conversations over probably BLTs and corn, because that's my favorite summertime meal. And we were discussing this new venture with watermelons and his work with Knox County. And we started just brainstorming ideas, going through what we call a SWOT analysis when it comes to innovation. Mm -hmm. You you talk about your strengths, your weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So with watermelons, we know that there are a lot of just watermelon products, consumer products on the market. And one of those opportunities in that SWOT analysis is the watermelon rinds, that it's, it's an unused byproduct, that we are trying to think of me being a food scientist and working with consumer products, I was thinking more of the food aspect of how to reuse, how to innovate watermelon rinds. And unfortunately, that's a very niche market. I don't believe that there will be hundreds of people, millions of people wanting pickled watermelons or kimchi watermelon rinds that we wanted to think bigger. So we started to talk about the chemical composition of watermelons. What what is it made out of? What it can be used, what can be used from it. And through just research, Brian found, Brian started to dig into the plastics industry. And there have been similarities in chemical structures of bioplastics and just the produce and the location of Knox County, then everything started to snowball. And here we are today. Yeah, I think, you know, from my side, you know, this came about as I've been working in Vincennes and in Knox County for, you know, uh, several months. And, you know, innovation happens when people start to consider what's possible and started thinking instead of thinking just about what could, you know, what can be done in the past. So what's possible and, and it's identifying what are the problems or challenges or hurdles that can exist in a, in a particular community or, or technology or industry. And, and 
And my work of, of being a business advisor and um, helping out small businesses and at the Pantheon and Vincent, which is an innovation hub, you know, I met with uh, several farmers talking about, hey, this is a challenge that we have. You know, we have, you know, literally 100 million pounds of watermelon every year that goes to waste. And, That's you know, amazing. we've been trying to find ways of utilizing that. And so they were talking about the whole food path, which Katie was talking about. And my background is in, is, you know, I'm a process engineer. I, you know, I'm, my specialty is in scaling things in a, in a food processing environment. And, but I also have a background in some chemical uh, processing and stuff like that. So I started to think about some of the challenges that we, that exist in the, in the plastics industry and would it be possible even, you know, can we innovate something new and, and create a new bioplastic. And that's where I was talking to Katie and I said, you know, does the watermelon even have the types of properties we would need? And so we started to do that experimentation and we identified that, yes, there are a couple of chemical properties within a watermelon that are necessary to make a biodegradable plastic you know, polymer resin. So we started down that path, started doing the experimentation, going through the validation stage and, and came up with the formulation that utilizes watermelon along with some other elements that give us that resin polymer. And so it's, it's creating an environment like at the Pantheon where you have coworkers and you have, you know, members coming in and people talking about things. And that's what generated this ideation of, Hey, this, this could be possible. You know, this really could actually become something big. And that's how we started down this path. It's a, it's a great story. I, I love the, the view of we have this asset on the field, right? Yeah. All, all of these watermelons. And for those that don't know, Knox County, Indiana, Vincennes, uh, home to, I think it's the second largest county. T- tell me if I'm wrong, Brian. You probably know the second largest county in the country in terms of watermelon production. Is yeah, that right? And for, first in Indiana, actually, right. you know, Knox County is like first in lots of agricultural categories for the state of Indiana, but second overall. And but they they like to tell you that you know the the other the largest is a county in Texas, and the counties in Texas are about the same size as the state of Indiana. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is it is amazing that they you know. This organization, uh, AgriRenew, the creation of AgriRenew, really came from that realization that we have all of this yeah. excess material that could be uh, a new ingredient to transforming the way that we consume plastic. I mean, with the way that we produce plastic. Yeah. If you could maybe share a little bit about how the technology works. What, what is or what will be AgriRenew Plastic? Yeah, so AgriRenew Plastic is a 100% biodegradable resin polymer. And the, the process is, you know, we, you know, one part of it is we take the watermelons, we pulverize them, run them through hammer mill, extract the water, get them down to a dry material that we then pulverize or uh, grind and mill into a micron dust. That, that gives us a couple, two chemical properties that are necessary to make a resin polymer. In, in the formulation that we've created, there's roughly about 11 properties needed. And so we'll be blending the, the watermelon process, the processed watermelon with other biosources like chia seed or uh, coffee grinds, uh, 
We've even uh, been working with uh, some companies on uh, waste stream product from soybean processing. So taking oh, the wow. cells and some of that stuff. You know, so the goal is really to not only are we figuring out how to utilize, you know, a waste stream that exists with the watermelons, but coupling that and blending it with some other waste streams and really helping the whole, you know, circular economy when it comes to sustainability, you know, and, and getting to a point where we can actually, you know, create a process that looks at other biosources down the road and how do we blend them into a formulation that works. But it's, it's a, you know, a lot of it is a proprietary process. So we're probably not going to dig into too many more details, but it's, you know, it's, it's a lot about reducing the solid down into a, a dust particle that allows us to blend it with other chemical properties from biosources to get the right combination that creates the, the structure necessary to give the plastic its rigidity or flexibility. Um, and everything necessary to have a resin polymer that's usable in the plastics industry. We'll be back right after this quick break. Ag Bioscience is supported by Indiana Farm Bureau. Being your own boss is a different kind of job. You have to work harder, smarter, and you can't afford to let your health slow you down. That's why Indiana Farm Bureau is there with more affordable plans for members who need to stay on top of their health so they can stay on top of their business, whether it's a farm or any other kind of company, concern, or enterprise. To learn more about medical, dental, vision, and Medicare supplement insurance plans sponsored by Indiana Farm Bureau, visit infbhealthplans.com. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. We're joined by Brian and Katie Southern, founders of Agro Renew. You both are coming off a giant announcement. Agrinu making big headlines with its first operation in Southern Indiana's Knox County. $83 million investment, nearly 250 new jobs committed. How important, how important was locating this new operation at the epicenter of watermelon production in Indiana? When we talk about the entirety of the supply chain, our starting material is, is right here in Knox County. And then when you look at the end product being plastic, we want we are thinking about every single function within that supply chain. So when Knox County being one of the largest produce producers in the county, the state, the world, when transportation is so important when it comes to just fueling our starting material for the facility. So if it's right down the road within an hour or so, it just makes sense from a logistics standpoint. You reduce time, you reduce cost, time is money, that it just makes sense. And then when we talk about the end product with our polymer resin, we have companies in Indiana that do films, they do plastic they are the end users that will then buy our resin polymer and then transform that into a bioplastic. So it's a full circle of keeping everything Indiana-based and also growing Indiana business, creating jobs for Indiana, but we're also looking, looking wider. So there's potentials of adding rail spurs and inviting other agriculture growers and partners to then expand our 
our base. Brian, you've mentioned you've spent time with farmers talking about this challenge of watermelons, challenge of what traditionally has been a waste product, turning it into a new value-added product. What's the reaction been? When you talk with local uh, watermelon farmers, when you talk with produce operations, what are you hearing? Yeah, so... what. You know, one thing is I've learned a lot more about watermelons than I ever thought I needed to know. But <laughs> now, now that I know it, it's just it's a very you know it's very intriguing about how the whole process works. But you know, in in working with all the the larger farmers, we've kind of worked towards creating a, a farmers co-op that's going to be part of this organization, like an agro renew growers co-op. And the reaction I'm getting is this 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 overwhelmingly supportive. You know, they're, you know, they, they harvest by hand traditionally. And so as they go through and pick out the watermelons, you know, they're leaving a lot of watermelons just in the field. And so they have to deal with that waste. And so helping them to give them an alternate uh, use for that product rather than just letting it decompose um, and, and, or they pick them later and put them all in a big pile somewhere. And then they have to deal with uh decomposition and the smell and, you know, doesn't make their neighbors happy. So you just, you, all these elements that, you know, we're giving them an alternate use for a waste stream product. Um, so not only are we helping them get stuff out of their field, out of their waste stream, you know, taking care of, you know, if they get a return, you know, if they ship a truckload and it doesn't pass inspection and that comes back to them, you know, what are they doing with that? Well, they can't resell it. So they, it goes into a dump and it decomposes and, you know, it's creating, you know, greenhouse gas. So we're addressing another issue there. So just that whole circular thing. But the farmers are just, just thrilled with the opportunity to have a secondary use for their product that they can't sell on the on the food chain side. And that's one of the elements that we've been very conscious of is helping the farmers to provide them an alternate source without impacting the actual food supply chain. Um, so we're not we're not going to pay them more for watermelons than they can sell them to Kroger or Walmart or, you know, Target or any of those guys. We're providing them an alternate uh, use for their waste stream or their watermelons that don't pass their quality inspections. Yeah, we're going to take everything they can give us. And, you know, just in, in Knox County alone, they're estimating that's about 100 million pounds of food waste a year. Wow. And so giving them a, an option to use that somewhere else and then working with the farmers to, you know, we're working on developing some new cover crops that can be planted and you, grown through the winter that in the spring, the farmers harvest and we use those as one of our other chemical elements or chemical properties that we need in making bioplastics. So we're trying to move towards, you know, 365 day a year usage of the land, but also doing the things necessary for soil conservation. Sure. Um, replacing nutrients in the soil with with design cover crops basically to help address that. And so that that's just like beyond their expectations is, you know, hey, you're helping us with one of our biggest problems, but right. now you're also bringing another solution to us that can help us with, you know, the use of our land. So it is incredible the amount of innovation that you have advanced, you, Katie, you, Brian, in this really short period of time or what seems like a short period of time since our first conversations. Yeah. What's next? When can we expect to see AgriRenew plastic in store shelves, in products that we uh, we interact with? All right. So we will be expecting 
our groundbreaking in March of 2024. And then we will begin with phase one of production in 2025. That means 75,000 tons of resin polymer a year. And then we're just going to, as, as our volumes grow and as we begin to partner with more farmers and we get more starting material, then we will, we've already built in capacity, future capacity in the plant to then grow our, grow the produce. The product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we expect to ramp up from 75 is our first phase to make sure everything's processing the way we want. Then we'll quickly go to 150,000 and then the, the plant is, is laid out for 300,000 tons uh, a year of, of resin polymer. And, you know, while we'll, we're probably targeting that first quarter of 2025 to have Agro Renew branded plastics on the market, uh, we've already made um, a deal with with a local company to do um, grocery bags and uh, in a test market uh, with our formulation. And those will actually be coming out in the summer of 2024. Um, So excellent. So we're, we're, we're test marketing some of the the film products uh, using our resin recipe and formulation as we finish building up the plant. But uh, we wanted to get some product on the market and we have a local, uh, local grocery store chain that is uh, wanting to be first to the market with that. And, you know, they're looking at it from us, obviously a sustainability um, message and, you know, making their contribution, you know, grocery bags is probably one of the largest uses of plastics today that basically gets used once and thrown away. And um, so being able to address and have a biodegradable grocery bag is going to be a significant impact to the to the industry and the market. Well, I look forward to seeing those on the market. Look forward to cheering you on from the sidelines. Brian Southern, Katie Southern, co-founders of Agro Renew, thank you so much for investing in Indiana. And thank you so much for spending time with us today on Ag Bioscience. Thank you for having us, Mitch. I enjoy your show. And thank you. For tuning in to Ag Bioscience, you can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com. <laughs> <laughs>